0: As business owners of Ever Pretty Beauty Studio, we understand the importance of using the highest
1: quality tools and hygiene products. We instantly fell in love with Navy Pro Tools when we first invested in their cuticle pushers named Ethel and Doris. Their titanium coating gives them their signature gold look but also helps minimise cross-contamination and we were blown away by their precision. Hygiene has always been a
0: top priority in the studio and using the Navy three-step hygiene process has allowed us to work safely and effectively, giving us full confidence. Navy's hygiene system has been created with the help from Dr Fenton, an infection prevention and control expert. If you wish to place an order you can use our code PRETTY10 for 10% discount.
1: Welcome to the Beauty Edit Podcast, a podcast solely dedicated to the nail and beauty industry. Before we get started with today's episode, we wanted to make an exciting announcement. We're in the early stages of working on a brand new collaboration project for the beauty industry, but we need you to get involved to make it work. Our idea is to bring together as many professionals as possible and get all of your unanswered questions listened to and answered by an expert within that particular field.
0: Maybe you have a question such as, which LED lamp should I use? Or, do I need planning permission for my home salon? Your question can be based on absolutely anything, and no question is off limits. If you are looking for business advice, application tips and tricks, or even social media help, now is your chance to get expert advice straight
1: from the horse's mouth, as we say here in Yorkshire. To get involved, send us a DM on Instagram. Our handle is at the Beauty Edit Podcast. Now, let's get started with today's. Today we are joined by Lacente's lead educator, Teresa Fodderin, but you may know her as a nail dresser. Today's episode is all about nail education and beauty courses. As a newbie to the industry, finding a reputable course can be overwhelming, so we are hoping Teresa can help clear some of the confusion. Whether you are new to the industry or have been qualified for multiple years,
0: education is still the key to success. We believe that every day is a school day and we can't wait to learn from Teresa. With a higher standard of education comes a higher standard within the entire industry. Hi Teresa. Hi. How are you? Hello. We're good, thank you. Are you? Good. Yes, good, thank you. Good. Good. Well, thank you so much for joining
2: us today on the Beauty Edit podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. We're so glad to have you on board. I was, I was very honoured to be asked, I will say, but I was a little shocked, but honoured at the same time. So thank you for asking
0: we're always shocked when people say that to us you know like
2: thanks for having me and we're like why you're you're the honor (laughs) it's because we like listening to you you see so it's something that we listen to regularly so when you ask us you're like oh we're gonna be on there too (laughs) um so obviously today we wanted to talk to you
0: about educational courses for the beauty industry Uh um but before we get going, would you mind giving us an introduction to yourself, um, maybe a little bit about your business and your role as Lead Educator for the Centre, please?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Teresa, but as everyone likes to call me is the Nail Dresser. Uh, so I, although my business never started as me being called the Nail Dresser, it eventually grew into that. I had no, no choice but to follow that name, um, which was kindly named by a client's son such such a long time ago. Um and, and it is something that I actually quite I quite like the name really. Um It's iconic to
0: you now. It like is, we yeah. knew we knew you as the nail dresser. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's
2: such a it's such a weird thing when people greet you as the nail dresser and, and not your name. But <laughs> um yeah, so uh I've um owned a salon for what's it 15 fifteen, fifteen years uh, in Haverhill in Suffolk. Uh, and then we branched out and opened another one when we moved um, into Ipswich, and so we we took one on there, and that was six years ago. Uh, and, and I did start out as uh, as abuse therapist in a in a local salon, uh, but it kind of came very apparent that I like to do things a certain way, um, <laughs> and and maybe the products I like to use and things like that. And I wanted to specialise in nails, and back then that wasn't really heard of, to be honest with you. So. So, you know, to be able to sit here and say I specialise in nails, that's, you know, it's it's quite nice to be able to say that. But, uh, yeah, so I've been been doing uh, beauty and specialising in nails for a really long time. And I've been always really passionate about education. And although I've probably always said that I'd never go right down the route of teaching, here I am now with my teacher training qualification. And in lockdown, um, trying to work out how to survive the lockdown and keep the salons running the only way I could really think of surviving that was to use my teaching skills so I I taught little classes online which with no view that that was going to become as big and as successful as it did and um and I kind of ended up launching like the Nail Dresser Academy which I intended to do later this year probably around this time but lockdown obviously forced me to do that and 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 that's kind of been a really big success and around the the kind of time I started that Licente approached me and just said look w- we really need to press on into education you know they Licente it's been amazing amazing to watch and be part of the growth for them throughout lockdown has been exponential um, it's just crazy and so you know to now that so they said we need education help us what do we do <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so yeah so that's kind of where I am now, so we we uh throughout towards the end of lockdown we we sourced educators across the u k um run lots of interview processes um writing courses it's been crazy it's been crazy and, and and really again another kind of been honored to be asked and recognized by them to be given such an amazing opportunity uh, before yeah. just to be able to say oh i was going to become a i was just going to teach now now courses here I am as a lead educator I can teach courses and I have an entire team across the UK so that's quite quite nice so, yeah
1: yeah because yeah. if any of our listeners um don't already know Licente brought out they're not just glitter they mm. obviously brought out their range of gel polishes didn't they
2: yeah yeah that was that was it September last last year was it the year before do you know it's such a blur this this virus has been <laughs> played in my life this is just yes. i think it's lockdown in the middle east yeah. it. it is really, like, really is. time <laughs> yeah um so the one that they they originally made me an ambassador for the the new gel polish uh, that was that was so exciting we were invited down we opened up the boxes and in there were an entire collection of polishes and a lamp and oh it was just such a great day such a great yeah. day and the polishes are amazing and as an arty now technician you know, I probably felt that I maybe was a little bit of a tough cookie to to crack. I was very particular on the products I used. I didn't want to use anything else, although at the time I was also searching for an additional brand to add to the salon and they just happened to come along at the right time. I just wanted something a little bit harder and longer wearing um and Lacente cracked it um we have the, the amazing create and I, I, I love it. It's just so pigmented and it's everything that everyone's looking for you know free from absolutely everything you know hema free HPMA free uh, pH neutral it's it's yeah it's so good and you know the wear time on it is crazy so and I'm right by
0: thinking do they say
2: that the colors are like a one coat coverage as well yes so um yes it is a one coat coverage it's so pigmented that you know you don't need the two coats but some of the die hard now technicians, you know, the ones that have been doing it forever, <laughs> have really struggled with a one coat application. And it does come with practice. You think if you've been doing it for 18 years, say, and you've been doing two coats, it's quite hard to go, no, stop, one coat. Yeah. It's quite a hard habit to get out of. So um, don't don't kill yourself to get it in, in one coat. But um, <laughs> it, still yeah, be like, I'll just do two to be safe because I know <laughs> what I'm like. Well, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hurt but yeah you're just losing the benefit of being able to get it on in one coat 30 second cure yeah done it is it is really that simple Um, time is money as they say it is it is
1: and obviously (laughs) lisente are an amazing brand and maria um she just cracks us up doesn't she yeah we absolutely absolutely love laugh. she's just amazing so i can just imagine her to be the best boss as well.
2: Yeah, she yeah, she's really cool. She's um she's really open to ideas as well. You you know, she's not someone that you feel, Oh, should I could I could I say this to her? Is she gonna be offended or or am I overstepping the mark? Um, you know, you can really throw every single idea at you. She will give you every answer that's under the sun if you're not sure. Um yeah, so she's really open to ideas. So what is that's what's been quite nice with the the, you know, lead educator role. They've just said, here you go, Teresa. Build our education, and yeah. off I've gone. Um, obviously, I've had to make checks along the way that I'm not just, you know, <laughs> running running off on my own accord. But um, you know, they they've really trusted me, and, and that really does that means quite a lot. So,
0: so what made you get into the
2: education side then? Um, good question. Like I say, it's probably something I said I'd never do, but when you've been doing it for so long, I, I am quite. I mean, I'm not old by any means, but I've been doing it for nearly 19 years. I am tired, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I've and I've got a little girl, um, and you know, and there is an element of that that she has to take, you know, priority. So to try and fit the love of my job and everything that I do, uh, and keep that, and have a family, and the commute. I commute to both salons. I, I live 50 miles away from both of the salons. So fifteen so
1: that, or 50 five o. I live an
2: hour in different directions, an hour away from each salon. So there's two hours of my day that is completely wasted in the car. But a lot of that is usually spent in meetings to Lacente, so that's fine. (laughs) 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 Um, But uh, yeah, so I I, I thought I've got to do something. And I I don't know, most people do probably move into education. It's not something that I wanted to do early in my career. You know, I, I feel like I now. I am so passionate about our industry and I've, I've seen a lot happen over the years. I think it's about time I put back in. Yeah. yeah. I think it's
1: also like an, just a natural progression to your career. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I, I I don't know whether that's something I thought, or maybe I'm quite a person to say, Oh, I can't do that. And then I do end up going off and doing it anyway. So maybe, maybe it's that, but yeah, yeah, I think I, after having so many staff as well over the years and teaching them and then they go off and fly, you know and spread their wings and fly the nest and that's lovely. And I really enjoy that. That was actually something that I've always really quite liked and everyone's always really quite shocked that I am aware that I take on staff and I teach them everything and they leave. That's the whole yeah. point. I don't really want them to be with me forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I want them to make it their own way in their own right eventually when they're ready. So and I enjoy watching them do that, and we've had I've seen some really successful people go off and and do that with me. So and then I suppose really it is only right to then maybe try and get them early doors, try to teach them from the beginning. Wonder what yeah. I could kind of achieve with them then. So
1: something very similar has been said in a previous podcast, hasn't it, Shelby? Yeah, I think was it with Tammy from NAF Salon, and yeah. she was saying mm. the same. Like, there's nothing better than when you've taught somebody and then they've like you said spreaded the wings and moved on but you know it's really a good feeling to know that you've shared your knowledge and helped them in their careers
2: yeah yeah and, it, and it's and you know I'm, I'm close still with any staff member that you know has gone off and done that um, and that's and they still come back to me they still come back and ask for advice and help and so that's quite nice like in a mentoring kind of way yeah um and I do enjoy that so I suppose like I say uh, ed- education was the most sensible thing to go off and do really um yeah so what do you think makes a course um reputable and trustworthy it's a really really difficult question (laughs) I knew it would (laughs) be why don't you just start off with the hard ones um that's really difficult because ultimately really what you'd like the students to do is is go with the nice reputable brands say uh, or, or reputable now technicians ones that have been you know experienced and have a good name for themselves but when you think if you're a beginner you don't know one brand from another no. you have you have no understanding of what makes a good polish. the only difference is that you would maybe know the brand that your nail technician if you went and had your nails done Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that is so true and and sometimes I mean I have had clients go off to train to be nail technicians and they've gone off and the only courses I have recommended are the products I use now they're fortunate they came to me and I've been trained very well so I've sent them off in the right direction but what if they've seen someone that's trained in a you know like a back room of somewhere that isn't reputable you know that that, yeah. that that's the that's the knowledge that they're passing on so yeah and be, I think as well like some girls go into it at you know 16
0: really really young they might not have even really been getting the nails done the parents yeah. might not be able to recommend them somewhere because no. It's hard to 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 know where to go if you're not already in the industry, like you said. I
2: think I think on the upside to the younger generation joining, they have to stay in education until they're eighteen. Yeah. So the chances are they're going to go to college, to yeah, train. Yeah. Um. It depends on what country you're in. Some here in the UK, some do MVQ courses, the beauty therapy course that includes nails. In England, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there is actually a nail technology sole course to the younger generation. When I was at college, I mean this is eight years
0: ago now, um, you did your level two beauty mm. therapy, but then you could do your level three nail technology or your level three beauty therapy. So I stuck and did level two beauty therapy, level three beauty therapy, and then whilst I was doing my level three beauty therapy, I commuted and mum paid privately for me to do it at red 10 when red 10 was opening yeah, Doncaster. Yeah. um so but there was a level three but then my I can't believe I'm going to say this brother's ex-girlfriend um <laughs> she was at college recently once she and her level two was it beauty therapy included nails within it yeah
2: yeah I think I know in in the area here and it was with with my course, we did NVQ two, which included the foundations of nails, yeah. so manicure. Uh, back then, gel polish yeah, that the was same as mine. Gel polish didn't exist. How old do I feel now? Yeah. Um, I so, nah. we did, <laughs> so we did, so we did do gel polish, but uh, we did the foundations of that. Um, and then, in like I say, back in my day, we did nail in level three. We did nail enhancements. Yeah, which was acrylic uh, liquid and powder and fiberglass. Yeah, but now they've took the enhancements out and I actually broke a little girl's heart (laughs) the weekend it was her birthday um she wants to train to become a beauty therapist and a nail technician she came to me and she's she was having her nails done as a gift from her mum she was 16 and uh and I said to her well actually nail extensions aren't in the courses now it's an additional thing at the end she was gutted Oh, uh, she, I think she thought. Well, I'm going to go to college. And I'm going to train to put false nails on. And um, her face yeah. when I said, "No, what you're going to learn, you're going to learn anatomy. You're going to learn how to treat a natural nail, and the conditions, and the contraindications, and diseases." Then you and might learn to like, polish. Oh, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah but I find that really interesting. You need I it, you, don't you?
1: You've
0: you've yeah. got to do that. You can't you can't skip that part and. Do these beautiful long stiletto extensions where you in your pink and whites and your gel polished nail art?
1: You've got to get the basics. Yeah, and you've got to be able to sort of identify if there's any contraindications as well. So, it, it you do need them. They are the fundamental building blocks, aren't they? Of of any course or any college course or any education. It's it's knowing and getting them like the anatomy and physiology. understanding Mm. it
2: that's that's the kind of scary thing and that kind of goes back to your how do you find reputable courses chances are you probably don't know what's going to be in your course content Mm. before you start it uh, unless I would say it is a decent uh, a reputable brand that's that's selling you that course where we would break down the units but there are many a course out there that hardly cover anatomy and physiology uh, and and even contraindications uh, which is quite scary back back in you know in our time then yes that was the basics that's what we learned whereas now it's just brushed under the carpet and and i see this on a daily basis really in in the facebook groups and things you know it's lovely that we have these forums to be able to come together as collective you know now professionals we never had that we never had anywhere and now technician would never speak to another now technician
0: no whereas
2: now you know we can all come together and ask each other advice and that's amazing but what we do see is what is this what why has this happened what has this happened and you're like why do you not know this
0: you should know this Um, we we sort of pick up on things now and again don't we and like I say to mum oh like you know like this is so obvious to me, sometimes when I look at a photo or... And some things, don't get me wrong, some things are so hard. We know we're not doctors, we don't diagnose, et cetera. But some things, to me, looking in, I'm like, oh, my God, that's a greenie. That is just simply, mm. you know... And it's, it's awful when you see somebody else who's struggling with them things because all I yeah. can think of is, like, this were drilled into me at 16 years old. Do You know, these things... I can deal with if somebody comes in with, you know, a horrendous on the crisis, I know exactly what to say to that client. I know what to tell them to do. I know, you know, to take the nails down short, what aftercare to give them. But it's so hard when you see other people that mm. are struggling with it.
1: Yeah, mm. and I, I also see on certain forums that that person then that's asked the question is can be absolutely... Battered down for not yeah. knowing yeah. themselves, but you that's, know? not
0: their, that's not their—that's not necessarily their fault. their fault, is it? It's wherever they've gone for their education.
2: No, and and that is the problem. Uh, again, I, I I troubleshoot all the time uh, with pros, you know, and I and I help out with any questions. And it, it is not their fault. You are right; it's not their fault. They saw what they thought was a reputable, accredited course. Uh, then I will train there. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's on sale as well. Oh, even better. I can, yeah. You know, that's going to be a bit cheaper for me as well. Oh, and I can do it in two days. Oh, that's not so bad either. That's not going to take too much time out of my day job for me to learn how to do nails because it is just nails. You know, that's not their fault that they have that mentality. What the 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 brands need to take responsibility um, and stop selling these kind of short, quick courses. Um, If everyone can come together all of us all brands can come together uh, and raise those standards um you know I really think that we can make a difference but I I scarily you know I sit back and watch and I just see a lot of companies just wanting out to make as much money as possible they don't care about what they churn out on the other end So,
1: so I think if anybody's listening to the podcast and they're not even in the industry yet and they're just thinking about maybe a career change like the pandemics made them think well actually i this is the opportunity now and I'm I'm going to retrain in something totally different I think one of the main things is like what you've just said Teresa is you need to look and make sure it's accredited and who is it accredited with mm. um and what does what does it mean you know somebody might not even know what that means well what does it
2: mean well accredited ultimately accredited means mostly that you will be able to be insured by the company Mm -hmm. that is accrediting it doesn't mean truthfully it doesn't mean that another insurance company will insure you though. and that has to be kind of you know you have to think about that Some insurance companies will insure courses that are taught online. Some won't. So say you have gone and got done all of your training solely online, you are restricting yourself as to who you can become insured with. Uh, So you need to check who your courses are that you've chosen, who they're accredited by and maybe what checklists and checks that they have done the reason I'm a bit hesitant about discussing the accreditation is because if I'm going to be completely honest with you it doesn't mean anything and how scary is that yeah <laughs> we're all out there looking for accredited courses you must have an accredited course no what well all do... that means is you can get insured <laughs> yeah because you're fit for purpose not because someone has checked that the course that you've done is good yeah you need yeah. to look people need to take a look at the accrediting companies and the only reason I can sit here and discuss this with you is because earlier in the year I knew nothing about accreditation I thought I have to teach accredited courses but the reality was that when I looked into it further I could go and get a course accredited for 25 pounds because you pay for it and I had to send in my course but I didn't know how to write a course I didn't know what In my head, as an established high standard pro, I knew what I want to put in the course, but what guidelines do I have to follow? What standards do I need to follow? So when I went and had a bit of a fish around, where where are the standards that that I need to write out? There isn't any. No. I can write whatever I like, whether it was five pages or 500 pages. I could send it into one company and pay £25. Chances are they might not even look over it and they'll say, yeah, we'll accredit it. And that's it. I've got an accredited course. Or I could go on the completely opposite end of the scale and, and go with and say another brand that charges £200 to accredit that course. But the chances are for that £200, they're doing a lot more work. Now, I'm not saying that just because it costs more, are they doing more checks? That's not not necessarily the case. But um, for my search for La Cente, when when I was searching for an accrediting company, because ultimately we we are forced we are forced to have to have that accrediting box tick on on our courses because that is what the students think we must have we're almost forced into it and if anything probably someone said to me the other day probably a little bit too scared to not go down the accrediting route to stand up and say no we don't need to be accredited Mm but
1: just that people have maybe had that drilled into them that that's
2: what you need to look
1: for
0: I think as well it it, on paper from you know somebody on the outside looking in on paper that sounds good oh it was credited like it sounds fancy it sounds like somebody's giving it the you know thumbs up the seal of approval
2: Mm. um but the thing thing is, is that some of them are most of the courses so say for example you don't go down the college route Uh, or a a, a recognised qualification. Recognised qualifications tend to be things like NVQs, diplomas, VTCT, City of Guilds, those kind of qualifications that are registered with the Ofqual or uh, SibTac or something like that. Um, And they tend to be like those longer, over a series of weeks and months, even a a few years, and they're official qualifications. The others... Are short courses, so they're yeah. not. They are a. I don't like to use the word qualification, because that's actually officially not what they are. They are a short course. They're an additional learning that are accredited. Does that make yeah. sense? It's,
1: it's yeah, scary. It
2: it's scary. I think, truthfully, to say, it, I probably haven't very often said it out loud. The differences. It's actually quite scary when you think about it. You think, oh, I've gone to train to do, I don't know. Uh, say for example I was a newbie and I've gone to train a manicure and a gel polish in a local beauty supplier for example not there's anything wrong with that but um I think I've got a qualification well actually strictly you've got a short course qualification yeah not an official governing body qualification yeah yeah I think
0: that's why there's a lot of focus on education at the moment in the industry because you know it's a very tough subject isn't it the whole accrediting. You know, NVQs, qualifications, what should there be some standards set for the entire industry that everybody has to, you know, abide by? Some guidelines that everybody must cover. Is that the route that the industry needs
1: to go down to raise the standards? Oh, 100, 100, 100%. Yeah, like a prerequisite that you have to have had this qualification, this recognized qualification to then be able to move on. But I know, like, thinking back to us starting the podcast most guests that we've had on it's it's almost been like a 50 50 split that some of us have gone down the college route and done our mvqs and whereas other ones um, have maybe done um courses at like local beauty suppliers or they've gone with a brand um the one thing that i i would like to add is that I got into the industry by going to a girl who did me acrylics in our local salon. And I thought, this this looks a doddle. I'm, I'm going to be brilliant at this. I'm going to go do it. And I went and I trained and I trained with Sweet Squared. Now, don't get me wrong. The course was amazing. Mm. Um, taught me everything I knew, the covered anatomy and physiology. I walked out, I mean I were rubbish at acrylics first off, because <laughs> it, it takes forever. Was... Yeah. I think it took me about five hours, I think, to do mm-hmm. a set of nails. But I come out and for some reason my confidence just wasn't there. And I thought, do you know, I've done this the complete wrong way. Because although they taught me amazingly, I didn't know how to file a nail. I didn't even know how to hold a nail file or what a sidewall was mm. you know it was just uh, and then that made me think actually amanda you've done it the wrong way you should go to college and that's what i did um i mean obviously i didn't train with sweet squared because they weren't called sweet squared <laughs> yeah <laughs> at yeah, the time yeah, yeah um it were creative yeah. but that's then that made me think i think you've jumped in a bit too quick and a bit too deep and you need to just go take a step back and go to college and that's what i did um, because I were a bit later in life, I think I were in my thirties, um, early thirties, and I thought I just need to go back and just
2: mm. really understand
1: the basics. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think like I like say we're all quick to want to do all the fun stuff that we think the glamour part of it. When realistically, if you don't know the foundations, you know, would you be for just as a prime example? I mean, would you be going to a dentist to have pretty veneers put on if they didn't know how? to look after your teeth healthily yeah. in that you know you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be going in and having the hardcore stuff if they don't know the basics
0: no. just we okay. always sorry we always like say if anyone ever asked any of our like just really openly like what advice would you give to somebody starting out we always always say do not run before you can walk yeah. yeah like we must preach that so much because we truly do believe in that you know you must get them basic.
2: Mm. For me, I I am a fan of going to college, uh, or or an equivalent of something that's a much longer course versus just you could you could you can go and train to be a now technician of the equal on paper to a degree uh, on paper qualifications that I have in two days. Now, yeah. you know, you you said you went and trained with Creative and you left there, and that you know their standard of education is extremely high it's yeah. a very high quality education that you still come away with from there unsure if anything you yeah. quite possibly might have even been overloaded with too much information at a higher level so like you say yeah. you needed to go back and, and learn the basics and I just think there are some things that a foundation you I don't even know the last time I did a standard bog standard normal everyday manicure but if I did not know how to do a manicure I most yeah. certainly wouldn't be doing a very good gel polish. Yeah, I think that's exactly when I come out and I thought, oh, well, this is
1: great, but what if somebody don't want an acrylic? What if they want a manicure? I don't know how to do a manicure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to file a nail. I don't mm-hmm. know how to hold a brush. Yeah, <laughs> it would just, it would just. I, I thought it would great the course, and I'm not saying for one minute that the course wasn't, but it just made me reevaluate. Actually, you don't really know much. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to go back and just get the fundamentals and like what Shelby was saying about a greenie when I were at college I mean back then we were sent away and we were just told go research like nail diseases nail conditions and we, we had to glue and stick that's how <laughs> that's how fashioned it was. but
2: you no know, copy and paste
1: yeah I had to go to the library <laughs> and research these things and actually know what they were called I even had to know how to spell them yes so do you know just things like that so it made your research mm. before I'd even seen it on a nail
2: yeah I think like I could say just going back to those basics and do you know what even with any of these com- any conversion courses any when you're looking at going into conversion courses I per this is again this is a personal opinion which is why we've, we've covered it at Cente. we have still put in the good old-fashioned AMP back into the course because what I seem to have recognized is that those basics have been forgotten so um we've put them back in in the hope of repairing some miss, missed education yeah um, and so you know like I say so when people are looking for courses or to anybody out there hoping to write their own courses please don't just glaze over those basics make sure those basics are in there and in there extensively so before you book that course check that those basics are there you may not cover over it a great deal for example it may not be you're going to sit and read it word for word I mean I'd like to think you would but you're not going to sit and read it word for word but it is there for you to reference at any time that you need it um you know and that it is covered versus that it's nowhere to be seen you don't even know it exists
1: um and and even if you do already know that it's just refreshing just refreshing your memory and just you know just thinking, oh yeah yeah I know that it's yeah. better to sit there and think, oh, yeah, I know that than to sit there and not know that.
2: Well, I mean, that, that's also a, a kind of uh, we're all quite quick to sometimes blame the newbies of the industry, that the new ones coming in don't know anything. Actually, sometimes the newbies are better than us oldies. <laughs> because... it's,
0: like a, it's like fresh eyes, isn't yeah.
2: it? Yeah. You know, the, we're quite quick to go, oh, we've been doing it forever. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Chances are we've gained some pretty bad habits over the years. Yeah. um And you know we've got a little bit lazy, or we've cut a corner, and we've gone, oh, that's okay. No, yeah. hands up, hands up. I've, I, I am, I'm, I, I've been doing it a long time. I, I've, I've sometimes done that, um, and and now in an education and an educator role, I've like, just given me, I've, I've had a good old cold hard look at myself, quite frankly, and thought, <laughs> oh God, Tracy, you shouldn't be doing that. Why are you doing that? You know better than that. So. Like I say, you know, you can be a bit shot down sometimes. But the 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 existing long serving veterans of our industry, um, to go, oh, I've been doing it forever. Well, actually, you know, let's be honest, we we could all do a bit better. We could all raise our standards. We could always try a little bit harder. Yeah, um, it's got so- to be
0: a collective a collective movement, and it? You yeah, know, yeah. It's no good just some people, you know, helping and. Trying to make things better in the industry, you know, as a whole, raising them standards. If not mm. everyone's on board, it just isn't going to work, is it? Everyone's got to do it together. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: it is a bit sad that there's some blinkers sometimes. I do, I do see the blinkers that you know, the whole like I've I've been doing it and it's fine, or no, I I'm fine. Well, you know, be be open every, to everybody, and and like you said earlier about people shooting people down that ask questions, help um yeah as a real prime example I had a a, a client come in and she was that smug moment you know when you've had a client she was your client she decided to go somewhere (laughs) cheaper yeah but but then she had to come back because they were bad yes tail between the legs and I didn't have the time to to rectify or to take them off and start again quite frankly so I rectified what we had I kind of squeezed her in fixed it and I said right but now when you're next in we need to sort that out But I took lots of pictures that day and and showed the kind of befores and afters and the corrections. And instead of, I actually said to the client, you're here moaning about her, but you're, she's new. What do you, you can't get 18 years worth of experience on someone that's been doing it for eight months. You know, you, you can't be comparing that. You also pay considerably less, but you're here moaning at me about her. Why don't you go back to her and just say, I know you're new but these are the things I could feel you could improve on Mm. so what I actually did from that post was I I posted the nails and I actually put a plea out and said if you were the lady that did these nails I will give you some of my time for free and as as a kind of a a thing to say come on guys we've got to stop shooting each other down yeah yeah that's such
1: a lovely gesture
2: I mean she I will say whether she saw the post I don't know she never came in or whether she was embarrassed I don't know but I just pretended they were mine if I just (laughs) think yes someone (laughs) (laughs) should if I I have people go through back through my Instagram now to try and find it and then I'm gonna have 10 people message me yeah um but no it was it was more of a plea to the industry as a whole we've got to raise each other up and and keep those standards high instead of just Shooting each other down, the, the education is so so important, and it's a really hard sell. Education is such a hard sell, people want to pay next to nothing and think yeah. that they're getting everything. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not. If you're paying next to nothing, you are getting next to nothing in education. Yeah, because no decent company is going to put a small price tag on something that is decent,
1: like we were saying, Shelby. I mean, and obviously, this conversation we're having with you today, we're not saying for one moment that. You know, additional courses are, are not great because yeah. they are. They're, yeah, they're amazing, and that's not what we're we're not trying to put them down because we know a lot of people that have just gone and done, you know, additional courses. Um, so I just wanted to get that out there that that isn't what we're we're trying to say. No,
2: and there are some amazing, as you put it, like the the additional short courses. There are there are you can go down that route, but if you you know you are quick choosing that quicker cheaper option. Um, you've probably been shortchanged, and it is not your fault. It is not yeah. your fault.
1: You probably find that you're going to have to do a lot more short mm. courses to to pick up to build goal. your skill. Yeah,
2: but to to everyone out there that you you know you say you've done all your courses, you should still continue those courses. You mm. should keep you should keep up with those courses. Um, you know, I've I've done my manicure qualification like five times. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't done it re- it's ridiculous yeah but I'm a bit geeky about the natural nail I will say I haven't done it recently I probably should just because I haven't done it for a really long time but you know I it's good to refresh and, and to keep keep those standards high and to still yeah. be a still to be in a student's position for me I think is quite important to now be in the teacher's seat you know I don't want to forget what it's like to be a student um yeah um the one thing that's just popped
1: into my mind is obviously yeah. we've with- we spoke about going to college to, so like, um, like the sixteen-year-olds they have to stay in education until the eighteen. So that's an amazing opportunity to maybe go off to college, like what you did, Shelby. And it's free. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. <I'm thinking. laughs> Do you know it's free? But somebody like at my, at my age, when I decided I wanted to go to college, um, I had to pay, um, mm. to go to college. So I'm just wondering if maybe that would be why a more mature student would go down to the small short courses rather than going to college
2: i don't i don't actually think i don't I don't even think maybe the the the, the 19s upwards maybe maybe nearer the 19s but say you know 20s and over probably don't even think to go back to college because it's just full of kids yeah i yeah. love
1: i loved being at college i'm putting it out there oh, so i was I, probably yeah. 32 and it was just the best time we had. Um, I met some amazing friends, which I'm still friends with now, and we had such a giggle. It mm. were brilliant. I loved it. In yeah. fact, my tutor used to say to me, "Oh, can you demo doing this?" But
2: the question <laughs> oh, is, I mean, yeah. why? Why would you? This, I, I, you know, and I'm only putting a spin on it. Why would you go to court, college for, say, one night? Let's say one night a week for thirteen weeks. If you could go somewhere around the corner for half the price, or even yeah. a third of the price, quarter of the price for two days, that's what yeah. we're fighting. That's what we're fighting. Yeah. And you don't see college courses being thrust down you, do you? On Facebook, no, you no see. You don't. Let's pay ninety nine pounds to become a fully qualified nail technician. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody is responsible. Uh, every single person is out there. Brands companies are responsible for this Um, i i, I don't to get all the doom and gloom over here but i i, I question what how how much you know we keep fighting it but how long is this going to keep going on for
0: what about them courses i mean obviously where where the three of us are sort of we we went the old-fashioned route we did the college we mm. did the years of the mbqs and etc what if i mean there are people out there nail artists that do amazing work they're so talented and they have come from a background of doing a short course Mm -hmm. now their short course might have been amazing it might have also been rubbish and they might just be incredibly talented and they've done so much research and effort Mm -hmm. you know studying online outside of their course after their course years of practice Um, they've really put the time and effort in but I mean there's got to be some short courses out there that are good yeah. Like, I don't know def- if that's yeah. Just yeah no no definitely I think, but it's it's still so difficult. How do you actually find which is good until you've been, you've paid your money, you've come away, and you thought, well, oh, that, that one, oh. yeah?
2: <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's so <laughs> yeah. difficult. Well, I mean, I I would say that there needs to be you need to look not just into a that brand, for example, you know the the you want to see the. the 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 educators that they're working with, the work that they're producing, um, that you want to see that, okay, they're an accredited course, but who are their accrediting body? Who does check out? Who has, you know, what, 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 what ticks have they had to reach to be able to get that accreditation tick? You know, did they? And all this information is readily available. If you look at who the course is accredited by, you can then go onto that website and see what it takes to get that course accredited um you know all that information is out there very freely but like I said many don't really want to put the effort into to to, to check that out um you know look at those brands there are brands that I don't know whether I'm being a bit brand biased but you know brands well-known brands out there you know that have made names for themselves for good quality education yeah absolutely Mm. because
0: I can I can think of Three, maybe more, straight away from the top of my yeah. head that I have trained with. Who I would honestly say, yeah. their education and their educators mm-hmm. are amazing. I mean, yeah. If you listen back on the other podcast episode, you'll know which one we <laughs> yeah. with, you know which one the ones
1: that we yeah, would recommend just, that, and rave about. We're just having this conversation, and everything that we're discussing is just our personal. Oh, definitely. It's yeah, not, it's just. And we're talking from our experiences in what we've been on, what we found were great, what we found were
2: rubbish. You know, it's just all our opinions. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've been on, on short half-day classes. And, you know, I can tell you now, I, I can't say I walked away feeling like I'd learnt, learnt a lot. Um, mm. You know, but it, you've got to think about what you're wanting to achieve is there an area that you feel that you know you're lacking in what you're going to you need to learn you know that course might tick that box for you yeah so you yeah because I know, mean I, if you sorry, look at Teresa no, you're okay. if
0: you look at like conversion courses for example a lot of the times you know you've already gained your qualification yes. in your manicure so you already know your A&P but simply maybe decided to rebrand. So all you need is a conversion for that specific application of that product. Mm-hmm. The chances are it'll recap on everything else. But it's just like a little bit of a top up, a little bit of a recap rather than a full, you know, the need for the full training course again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then like you say, you'll already have the qualification, the 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 the, the initial training to be able to go onto that conversion course. You couldn't just start out on a conversion course obviously they've no. so already done a bit of foundation learning but those the continual learning is just so important you know you like yeah. i say you should just keep doing it training the products that you take on because every application is different you know and you'll yeah. learn something individual about each product that you're learning um you know and, and most again reputable decent brands with every new product they launch they launch some training to go with it mm-hmm. to support yeah. that um versus just giving you the product and go yeah you know how to use it yeah chances are you're going to come across problems and that's just because you don't know how to use that specific product
1: yeah I totally agree I mean I'm 46 not embarrassed to put it out there but (laughs) we've been on we've been on quite a few courses already this year
0: yeah this year before the pandemic lockdown and then even during the lockdown we you did a few like one to not one to ones workshops.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've done. I've done all sorts. I've done e-file. This is just this year. So I've actually like got I, my e-file training next week. <laughs> I've
2: got training next think.
0: week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't
0: live without my e-file.
1: You use yours more than me, don't
0: you?
2: I use mine all the time. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I see that as a. I've always felt like an e-file for me was always just obviously because it was a, something wasn't around back then. So it was like a new gadget, and I'm too old for said new gadget. But actually, my hands now, I struggle with my hands from all the hand filing, so naturally I want to move on to, you know, and, and I do feel, you know, I want to make sure I keep learning every area Yeah, my I love
1: learning, if I'm honest. yeah, A bit of a geek like, when it comes to things like that. Where they really
0: annoying people on a training <gasps> course, because yeah. we literally ask so many questions. <laughs> and it's not because we don't necessarily know the answer, but, We're quite big believers in, like, soaking the most out of a training course. If I'm there and I'm learning and I'm paying, I am going to get the most out of that educator. And poor Stella from Biogel must have just thought, God, I wish these girls would get out of this
1: room (laughs) earlier this (laughs) year. (laughs) I
2: quite quite like a questionative student, actually, because, you know, it shows that they're interested. The ones that sit quiet in the back um, are the hardest ones. You feel like you're doing them a little bit of a disservice. You know, are are they unhappy? am i you know did, are they struggling you know so the ones that are asking and talking and challenging a might be speaking up for the ones that are too scared to yeah um but you know you know that they're very engaged so again if you're a student and you're a quiet student speak up speak up yeah. because um and take up you're paying for that course you know and hopefully you've paid good money get every single bit of knowledge sucked out of that educator that you possibly can um bleed them dry
1: that's that's that is definitely us. We're so annoying. I'm in every yeah. course I can't help it. I'm like my arms up and I'm going, So what about this, this and this? And and like I don't think I've ever been met with like, Oh my god, not you again. <laughs> just, <laughs> after,
2: just after we mind about you after. Yeah. No. <laughs> no we don't, we don't book her
1: back on again. The worst
0: part <laughs> is like I think when I oh, what did I do? I'm maybe it was my e file training. Um I did that with Nail Harmony and um, I know the local educator for like our area in Wakefield, Gemma. So I said to Gemma, right, I want to come and do e-file. And she was like, brilliant. I said, can I bring my mum as my model? Obviously, mum's not wanting to learn to do e-file at all. You know, she's not interested. But it's just that mum were available on the day. And she was like, no, of course it is. It's fine. She knew my mum as well. We all know each other. So she was like, it's absolutely fine. So mum came and then at one point I'm doing mum's nails and mum's asks me a question as if to say, <laughs> you should ask this to Gemma because you should find out this. And I'm like, mum, zip it. You're not on the course.
1: <laughs>
0: Every day a school
1: day. But yeah, but I, I, I personally think, like I've just said, I enjoy, I don't know, I just enjoy courses. I love going on courses. I love learning something new. I don't care whether it's mm. a workshop on Instagram or you know, a course in person, you can always, always pick up something from somebody.
2: Yeah, every, think... everyone has very individual skill sets as well. Yeah. Uh, and there is many a way of achieving results. So um what we've done with Licento, we kind of took a bit of a unique approach, as much as we've kind of spanned the UK with our educators, uh, which <laughs> hopefully you should all see soon. We've been, obviously, we've had launches and all sorts of other things going on before we've been able to officially shout about it um but we've also tried to pick them out for their individual skills so they're not kind of like all the same we have some that are like natural nail nerds we have extreme competition style um pros we've got you know your very good salon style pros so that if a student does come to us because if i'm guessing you guys are a bit like me if you like someone if you like something they do you're willing to travel Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and with the powers now of the new world we live in, with social, you know, with the, you know, virtual classrooms and all sorts of things, we've been very all embracing that, uh, you know, you can say, Teresa, I I really want to, I really want to up my competition skill set. Who is your educator for that? And I can go, this is your girl. You know, so it's not that you just automatically going to run off to your educator that's local in your area. I want people to, pick our educators in their own right. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's because of, you know, we have chosen them for their skill sets. And so again, when you're booking courses, look at that educator. Is, is, you know, is she providing you with the kind of the career path that you might want to go into? Not everybody wants to go in working into a salon. Not everybody wants to work in a spa or work for themselves or be the RT nail technician or specialise in false nails. So think about what you're wanting to achieve and then let that take the direction of the course and the educator that you're taking. Does that does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, mm. that's a bit like during lockdown when, you know, a lot of these incredible nail artists were doing one to ones or online workshops. We were going on we were attending the ones that we you know, that we love the work mm. of. Yeah. Um so you did one with the Daily Nail, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um that
1: yeah. was yeah you said that, that one yeah that mm-hmm. was like french french
2: manicure that yeah. One. Oh yeah um, see everyone knows i hate french <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it looks beautiful but i'd just rather no it's not for me it's a mama. you either love it or you
0: hate it i love
1: french and even though i knew how to do french and paint french i still picked up something on that course um and it's great to be part of as well you know but everybody's chatting on a live and things like that and networking, it's, it's just a nice feel. I mean, I have done so many this yeah. year. Um, but yeah, I enjoy, I really
2: enjoyed it. To be fair, lockdown, I decided that because I was teaching so much, I would try to squeeze in some workshops and classes. But I thought, what's the point in me doing ones that are particularly arty, things that I do day to day anyway? I might as well challenge myself with the things that either, A, I don't like doing, <laughs> or, or B, that I don't do a lot of, um, which usually falls into the category that I don't like doing it. So yeah, <laughs> I decided hand I, in hand. I, I, I did a class with Jenny Smith that was all about French. Uh, oh, but oh. it was a bit more fun, you know, it was a bit more like yeah. encapsulating, things like that. So it was a bit, wasn't so hardcore, basic French. And I did ones with Jojo Wickens' um, One Stroke with uh, gel. Yeah, I, I did a One Stroke as <laughs> well. I think I've done about eight again one stroke not for me I you know I just did it because I feel like I really should tick that box but I still after doing it I still don't like it I mean it came out all right but I still don't (laughs) enjoy doing it I can't say it's something I really love to do yeah but you know it was all about challenging myself pushing myself because you know I don't want to just sit in my own little bubble in my own box and sit just doing what I do 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 you know what I mean And then that goes back to like what you said earlier about sometimes
0: like the, you know, hardcore nail professionals that have been in it for years get stuck in the ways. You know, we've all got to move with the times. It it is moving onto social media now. And although I completely like believe in the fact that you can't get your fundamentals through Instagram, I do think there is a place for it. I do think these workshops, there is a place for just gaining them little
2: extra tips yeah little techniques workshops are great uh the the issue there is an issue with those and the fact that literally absolutely anyone could teach a workshop there's no checks out on that they're not qualifications I think everybody knows that anyway uh yeah they are skill building they're more skill building you'll get a certificate of attendance maybe if that person does it for you but but then on the on the flip side of that, you know, learning all these great, really nice, cool things, you could quite easily find yourself on a workshop of someone who has had a bad education themselves that don't realise that and are teaching you or teaching some others bad skills. So again, there's nothing we can do about that. Anybody can teach a teacher workshop, but um, yeah, it's it's just you and I might pick it up as quite highly ed- qualified, educated people that we'd think, oh, you shouldn't really be doing that. <laughs> like, and we'd say, oh, that's not something to be done, whereas some others may not. Um, sometimes we can, we can have the uneducated, teaching the uneducated. It's It's a scary time, really.
0: Yeah, I guess that's probably something that me and mum haven't necessarily picked up on because we go to the people that we already sort of know the standard of the work we maybe know them on a per more personal level we know where what sort of journey they've had into the industry mm. so all the ones we've done are probably come from very reputable people that yeah. know their stuff yeah. yeah
2: yeah but I can completely see what
0: you're saying there where it could become the uneducated yeah. teaching
1: I think there's a saying that me and Shelby always use and it's all we always say like sell them the sizzle not the sausage. So if somebody's <laughs> like, you know the <laughs> thing <laughs> I don't know. I it's just a me, it's a me and Shelby thing. I think if somebody's giving all the sizzle, so you know, on Instagram giving it all this, that is brilliant and you're gonna learn this, this and this and this. The marketing. The marketing behind it. And not actually giving you the fundamentals of the sausage, then (laughs) people are going to go for it out there because you know that that's the idea.
2: Well, and that is the times like you say with the social media. That's the times that we're now in, aren't we? You're you're being sold it, the glamour of it that that way um, versus like you say the the fundamentals of the sausage. That's that's going (laughs) to stick. That is going to (laughs) stick.
1: Yeah, um, I'd, I'd like to say again, and i to have to touch on it again, because I know so many people that do offer online workshops and creative classes and stuff, and they are amazing yeah. and so talented and just brilliant.
0: And it's an honour that they're willing to share yeah. their skills and techniques. Like some of the nail art that some of the girls or even guys have been teaching, like it's incredible. Do you know, like if it wasn't for them willing to share their secrets, some of their methods you know that would be kept to them not the rest of us wouldn't be able to learn
2: from them so mm. it's amazing that they're to be so well-known. so nice that they that we are in a kind of a generate where everyone is willing to share and talk and and help one another um together like i say at the beginning of my career you'd, you'd never speak to another beautician unless she was your friend you know no and they were just that's, competition that's... yeah so exactly. now we're like one great big family community and it's it's really nice so that's why like I say when I touched on earlier I just get really sad when we're quite quick to bash others um or or even actually sometimes be thinking you're being bashed where actually someone might be wanting to help you just everyone has to kind of be open to to advice and recommendation yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. like we
0: tried we're always trying new stuff out we We're terrible yeah. for this oh I wish I won't like this because it really annoys me. It's expensive (laughs) to Yes. But obviously, Plexigel launched two weeks ago, roughly, maybe a bit longer. Like, us being, like, selling ice to Eskimos, we just go buy it, don't we? Yeah. And then I did the first nail and it literally peeled in four hours and I was like, what? What have I done wrong? But the first thing I did was contact the educator, Natalia, and I said, like, what have I done? What have I done wrong? I've obviously done something wrong here. And she like went through, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? Right, basically, you've not applied it thick enough. And yeah. I'm like, oh, right. But that's the thing. Like, I could have just been like, oh, well, this product is rubbish. I'm going to throw yeah. it in the bin.
2: But that's what education is supposed to be there for. And this it's nice that you could just work. reach out. Again, you reached out to your educator and you asked her without a blink. You know that, yeah. and that's again really important when you're looking at these courses. Will you be able to be maintain contact with that mm. educator? She's your educator. I mean, how many how many of us still ref, reference teachers that we had at school as being your teacher? Not that you contact them now nowadays, obviously. <laughs> you know, yeah. But, oh yeah, that was my teacher. My teacher did this. Well, you know, this is the same with your educators. You should be able to still reach out and contact them. That is what we're here for. Um, yeah. Just because and I- you have. Pay sorry. sorry, just that you have paid your course doesn't mean that's it. your time is up.
0: Yeah, I'd like to think that thinking about all the ones that I've done over the years, I'm sure I could contact everything by right, going right back to like my tutor at college. I'm sure if I needed to, I could contact any of them and yeah. they would be willing to help me in any way me mm. too mm.
2: All right, and me I, too and so I think that's quite important as well if you were looking at courses or thinking of running them that you know that you should be able you know be able to be contacted or contact your, your educator with yeah because you're going to stumble across some straight away you know like you say you've you've passed your course just like you did with your original one you left there thinking i still can't do this that's pretty (laughs) that's pretty normal really i still can't (laughs) (laughs) well then contact your educator
1: (laughs) that's only because i choose not to that's why I, i i just thought this is not for me and it wasn't but no it took me to go and learn and, and I mean and realize
0: I learned to do acrylics with red 10 and I think I could be wrong but I actually think it was an NVQ qualification in yes, nail enhancements. it took months and months yeah that's it was, what I did
2: yeah
0: yeah it was a drama because so we live in Wakefield and red 10 was in Doncaster which was 50 minutes yeah away and you used to have to drive me over, didn't you? Like every Tuesday.
1: Yeah. People won't know what Red 10 was though.
0: So if anyone's listening, he's like, <laughs> what on earth is Red 10? Red 10 so was the exist? like Northern Training Academy yeah. for Nail Harmony at the time. So they dealt with the North. Teaching out courses for Nail Harmony in the north, and then Nail Harmony UK was the south. Yeah. So we used to drive over. It was every Tuesday on an evening. I oh. couldn't drive at the time, so Mum had to take me every Tuesday and wait for me and bring me back. And it went on for how many weeks? Were uh, it?
1: It weren't even weeks. It were months.
0: It were yeah. It were like forty-two weeks or something yeah. ridiculous. Wow. It was like nearly a year. Um, and my God, it, it was long wasn't it it was really long but even after all them weeks and months I still don't do acrylics now I haven't touched the stuff in years
2: uh I I I kind of I I originally trained with it so I had no other choice because again we didn't have gel then either so then I I I I tried working with it I got to about two years in where I thought yeah okay I think I've I think I've got it but I'm going to change to gel Uh, And that was it. And I will say I didn't pick liquid and powder back up until, oh gosh, maybe about seven years ago. Um, because I just thought I you know, I'm a gel girl through and through. I love the stuff. Um so but you know, I was aware that you know, as a as a now technician, maybe in my position that I should maybe be able to do everything, that I should understand all all of it. Um, and and provide that to my clients. And at the time I, I, when we'd opened the Ipswich salon, that was a very liquid and powder heavy market. Yeah.
1: yeah. Very,
2: very That's the thing. You've got
1: to you're sort of driven by your clients, aren't yeah. you?
2: They're not now. I've I've seen to no. that now. Right. <laughs> um but we have a few. But uh yeah, it's we've we've managed to get them over to jail, so
1: Yeah. Um I think to wrap up maybe this conversation, mm. maybe why do you think Teresa that it's so good and important to continually develop your skills,
2: just to prevent that, you know, that complacency. It is, and it's not meant in a in a bad way. That it's just, it's just natural to be doing it. You know, you do it with your eyes shut sometimes, can't you? You can. Your client comes in and you do your gel polish and you're chattering away, and she's left, and you can almost do it without realizing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's natural to to slip into some bad habits so the continual learning will always keep those standards high it's also going to refresh you with the new things that are evolving in the industry and it is a forever evolving industry like I say when I started gel polish didn't exist can you imagine if I did no continual learning what I'd be doing now so and and look at that gel polish has still changed again Mm -hmm. since since it launched so um and and you know new scientific information coming forward it's yeah and and if you are the kind of person a bit geeky like me that loves all of that kind of stuff anyway but yeah it's just really important to kind of keep up with it and keep those standards high and the more that we all do it collectively it's what everyone will expect I think we all need to just take a little bit of responsibility for the standards of our industry not just blame governing lack of governing governing bodies or you know we all need to fight for the same cause for the same passion of the industry that we you know we all love
1: yeah 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 i think that's a really good summary yeah (laughs) Yeah. a good note to end (laughs) um so thank you so much for joining us today Teresa. we've absolutely loved chatting to you um and hopefully any listeners I'm hoping it's just clarified a few things maybe somebody new coming to the industry or somebody it might have even just somebody might just listen and think actually yeah it's been a few years since I've been on a course and yeah I am going to just do a refresher or something like that thank you so much for listening to this episode if you've enjoyed our podcast please leave us a review and subscribe
0: we would love to connect with you on social media you can follow us on Instagram at the Beauty Edit Podcast or join our Facebook group, the Beauty Edit Podcast Society.
1: Thank you so much again, and please do look out for another episode of the Beauty Edit Podcast.